Indoor cycling, Zwift, racing, parenting. We cover those and all of our hopes and dreams in between. Welcome to the Talk Dirty to Me podcast, an entertaining look into the lives of everyday people trying to achieve virtual cycling glory from our basements and garages from around the world. This podcast is rooted in Zwift and has evolved into found friendships, fitness, health, and a little sprinkle of humor. This may be one of the only podcasts where a little heavy breathing shouldn't scare you away because we're riding our bikes while we're recording it. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another week. It seems like, I don't know, for me, it seems like the weeks just go by so fast. Maybe it's just because we're doing so much. I don't know. But anyway, today we're joined by Brad Hochstetler of Dirty Mittens, formerly of Eat Dirt, if I'm correct, right? Uh, I wouldn't say formally, but still well, <laughs> loosely affiliated. Still, still part of, but yeah. used to ride more with, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> Brad, uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, organized Clash of the Clans. We're going to have him on talk a little bit about that before we get into that. Brad, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, after listening to last week, I'll tell you, I'm intimidated to follow Neil Greenwood because that British accent, man, <laughs> you guys could have just been like, Neil, read this user manual for your microwave. We're all just going to listen. <laughs> and I would have I listened the whole time. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, I am... 46, uh, even though I don't feel it most days, live in Traverse City, Michigan, which is way up north on the lower peninsula of Michigan. Um, happily married to my wife for 20, going on 21 years now. We've got uh, three great kids, despite the fact that they're all currently teenagers. Um, <laughs> So we, I we're hear you can't hold that against them. <laughs> no, that was just really poor planning on our part at some point in the past. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm an ophthalmologist here in town. I've been here for about 10 years. So that means I do uh, eye surgery and take care of eye diseases and problems. And uh, this town that we get to live in Traverse City way up in northern Michigan is a kind of a vacation and retirement destination so it's uh it's a beautiful place to live even though it's a little bit out of the way and got a great cycling community great medical community and it's been a great place to raise kids and how cool. how did you get into cycling have you been in it for a while or uh you know yeah I kind of have been I got interested when I was after medical school I did uh, five years as an active duty flight surgeon in the Air Force and had a bunch of guys there that rode mountain bike and rode. Uh, so I kind of got into it some then, and then that's when we started having kids. So it faded away a little bit. And then when we moved to Traverse City, it's got a great cycling scene again. So I started doing mountain bike races and some of the real high intensity group rides around here. And, uh, so I've kind of done that mostly on dirt, a little bit on the road for about a decade now. Very cool. And then, of course, how'd you come to Zwift? Zwift was, man, I, I know everybody says it, but for me, it was still seriously a game changer for life. I was, you know, we've got about uh, four months of usable weather up here because of how crummy the weather gets a lot of times, so... You ride super intensely for four months and you either come into it kind of in shape or you just you just get destroyed all season long. So there were a couple of cycling studios where you'd show up at like 4.30 in the morning before work, like just stare at this little graph with numbers. Uh, and I did that for a few years. And then uh, I saw on Strava, a guy that I had ridden with some and didn't know that well, but I saw him riding and his rides were like showing up in the Indian Ocean or the South Pacific. I'm like, what? I know that's not right because I was just, I just saw him yesterday. Um, so he worked at a bike shop and he told me about Zwift and uh, sold me my kicker. And so I joined in uh, 
kind of late summer of 2016. So I've been on Dwift for a long time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy that sold it to me is uh, so- Cody Sovis, who's now a nice. uh, very recent Eat Dirt edition. So it's yeah, kind of come full circle. Cool. And then, so then, uh, how did you come about riding with <clears throat> Sully and the crew? Did he stalk you? So he, he did not. That was, uh, that was, uh, connected with Sully after an admission of my own, uh, weakness. I'd been very, very early, uh, member of dirt. Like I was on the first sprint of Palooza, like in 2018, there were, I just looked at that ride last night. There were, uh, 12 of us on this first sprint of Palooza wow. when Sterney was just kind of getting things spun up. So, and then I forget how the coordination went with the first when WTRL started their time trials. So I was on a bunch of different teams early on and like I rode a couple weeks with Dirt Diggler, which I believe is no longer a, uh, a functioning squad most of the time. And then I ended up riding with Troy Eddy and the Dirty Steamers for a long time until it was clear that I was the weakest link on that team. <laughs> I was just getting the absolute uh, stuffing kicked out of me every week. So I was like, man, I got to find a different team. And he's like, oh, I know this guy, Sully, who's got this Eat Dirt faction of dirt now. And so he put me in touch there. And I was like, hey, I'm small guy, not great watts per kilogram, super low raw watts. So I probably need a latte team. And Sully immediately hooked me up. And that was all we had back then. That's, that's right. He was like, I've got the perfect squad for you. So <laughs> Conveniently, with, also uh, the only one, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I rode with uh, two early on for a while. and For a that, long time. Yeah, that we ran right through the beginning of the pandemic. And that's, uh, and then E-Dirt's just, you know, E-Dirt's a pretty, seems to suit my personality of all the factions that have kind of splintered off of Dirt. So it's uh, it's been a great, great group for me. God, so not only is he still part of it, he's riding with Drew and I this week. That's right. right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, I is. stand correct. Oh, I, I sit on my saddle <laughs> corrected. The darn research department again. <laughs> so, cool. yeah, we were talking about uh, the, the Clash of the Clans, which this this last uh, early, I guess it'd be early spring slash late winter, there were a couple different series going on, and I got them confused again in my brain. The Clash of the Clans was your baby, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It just uh, happened to, it was completely independently spun up of uh, the guys that are doing the Dirt Race series, which is a great, great series. It just all kind of hit at the same time. I which had. Uh, most of us tried to make both work because anytime <laughs> we get unique racing situations, we like to try and field them out, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And fortunately, ours, we, uh, Sterney did get us in touch at some point to make sure we were kind of deconflicting the dates of who was riding when. So that, that worked out all right. And that kind of grew out of a, uh, uh, early in the pandemic, there was the whole, the great, uh, kind of real life racing scene we have around here. There was just kind of everybody knew it was going to disappear. And they were closing events and all the gyms were closed and people were buying kickers like they were on fire. And uh, so I've been the person most experienced on Zwift. So I ended up talking a bunch of people into doing that. And we started putting together kind of fake meetup races. And that grew from like the 10 guys I usually ride with to, uh, to, uh, by the end of the last winter, we probably had 40 to 50 guys racing. And those are all like local Michigan guys. Um, but we were doing it through meetups and it was real clunky. And then this season, Sterney got me connected with some privileges for Zwift Power. And then that kind of allowed me to start putting up private events for those events. And that made it a whole lot easier. And uh, by the end of the season, we thought, man, this has been fun and grown a lot and we wanted to 
expand it to include everybody from dirt because that had been a that had been another kind of virtual dream of mine to have a bunch of groups from dirt racing against each other, which we had talked about doing very early on in dirt when we were in the morning grind fondo and early races where it was all dirt and kiss. So I'll be honest, I didn't realize your history with dirt, like that you were that you've been around dirt for so long. So it kind of makes sense now that you you were one of the founders of the, the Clash of Clans, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, I've, it's it's been a great group uh, for me because it kind of it's a much exploded version of kind of what I've got real life here with some of the guys I ride with. And uh, yeah, I was I haven't ridden it for so long, but I was one of the guys I helped develop and was a ride leader for XLR for a long time, right before any of you guys were on dirt. Yeah. Yep. So who is Dirty Mitten then? Who's so, with you? so that kind of started this, that's a good question. That's kind of started this fall or last fall when we kind of started taking some of the privileges from Sterney and Dirt to do our own private thing. I thought that we needed a brand for our kind of faction of Dirt that represented Dirt and us. And Michigan is the mitten state. So right. kind of just came about that we they kind of rides on the dirty mitten flag now. <laughs> That's and cool. Greg joined us for a couple of those rides uh, yep. in the middle of the winter. Yeah. After, I got a, after I got doing like Brad a, to join the Strava group, and I was like, okay. Ooh. Because that's where a lot of the info was posted, at least that I could see. Yeah, that was, uh, that's been kind of really part of the not. challenge was making sure getting all the info to the right places and yeah. Strava group, Strava group worked really well for the guys that are just used to in real life stuff. Yeah. We were talking before we started recording about uh, the concept of herding cats and how <laughs> challenging it can be to get, let alone a team, then, you know, what, five different factions of dirt racing at the same time. So, yeah, congratulations was... on that part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... it was it was fun, and we tried to find a way to make it work so that it was made sense for you know didn't have to have a team. You could show up whenever you wanted, race one week or race all four, and still count toward the team. So, and you guys chose to do the half categories too, right? Yeah, and yeah, I, and I think, you know, other, other than having some really small categories at the top and bottom, that worked out pretty well for the B and C riders. Yep. Yeah. It seemed to be a lot more a lot more fun. I'd, I'd done that like once. I jumped into a uh, jumped into a uh, Mad Monday ride one day that I was off and really liked it. But that's a great way to do categories for what we've got available to us. I really wish that Zwift as a whole would take that into account for the yeah. racing part of it anyway because i just feel like yeah you know not just for being competitive in your category but because if i'm lower on the b scale but there's somebody that's a little bit stronger than me and i can see that they're in first and i'm in fourth or something you know i'm gonna push a little harder to get to that to try and get first right as opposed to if that person at first would be mid pack and the rest of the package is way up front, you know, you're not, right. you're not, wouldn't necessarily push as hard. That's just me. Maybe you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the sure. half cats were, were huge. I mean, I was a newly promoted B and I was not looking forward to racing full category B yet. So the half cat was nice. Still finishing the bottom half, but you know, I was there. But you got but some it was points. A smaller half, then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the point structure was good too. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those things you can. No matter what you do, somebody's got complaints about. Uh, oh yeah. How it gets set up. Yeah. So the scoring was gratuitous. I thought a little bit for the number of points because we ended up with like teams with. 4,000 points after one race. Yeah. 
Honestly, I thought that was an awesome part of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. Here's your sprint points. You get twenty thousand points for the sprints. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a yeah, it was like Mario. <laughs> but it still was. It was. It was pretty amazing to me going back through the results then and seeing how close like it was within that huge number. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it came down to like at least between what Watson and uh dirt. eat dirt it was like 20 points or 40 points or something yeah ridiculous yeah to like to like 5600 yeah it's nuts so so yeah that was so, kind of the goal to kind of get uh get everybody in dirt connected with each other and um i think other than maybe you know ttt that's that's the first time i know of that like different dirt nzrl different dirt factions have kind of gone head to head in a broader, broader field. Well, I know, like for our team, and we kept the we kept the category. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say for our team, uh, we I brought Matt Koval kind of into he he joined our ZRL team last season, and I, he was doing some some racing with that, and then it turns out he's in ZRL again, and now he's on our TTT squad. So it's funny how those little race series bring people into the fold, you know. Yep. Yeah. Make them aware. It's also funny, too, because I know <clears throat> early discussions, at least, there were a couple of guys who rode with different teams, depending on schedule, different things. Yeah. It was funny to see the decision-making into which which clan should I join? <laughs> which clan should I represent? It was, uh, it was funny to see those on on the Discord, on Facebook. So. Need yeah. to the people that are in multiple teams, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize that was going to be such a dilemma for some people. <laughs> <laughs> they really agonized over it. I don't want to annoy my friends over here, but <laughs> right. I really, really want to ride with this group. Then you see where your true allegiances fall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See who you will actually show up to race for. That's right. It was cool too. I know I mean, who was it? The A riders actually used like team tactics, right? Where yeah, they tried some fun stuff and within the clans. So that was really cool to see too. So that was that was part of our uh, as we were kind of putting that together. Thought if we keep it half categories, but it's still kind of a mass start, especially with a neutral rollout. Yep. That would allow like. A riders to help B riders, B riders to help C riders, and try to really emphasize that team aspect of it. Yep. Boy, that neutral rollout. Really well. That was wonderful. <laughs> what a what a polarizing topic, though, huh? <laughs> to not there was go, no gray area on that one. Yeah. To not you go either loved it or you hated it at the beginning. <laughs> where it's it was, pointless. You know, it's funny because I would hear I'd hear from people like private message after the race. First, something like that. A neutral star was terrible. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. That'll never work. That made my race miserable. <laughs> then the next week, same person. A neutral start was awesome. I loved yeah. it. You should definitely keep this. <laughs> Make up your mind, people. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be nice if, you know, on. there's, you know, some of the things we tried to do and that I tried to do in those, in the more private series and then in this are just some of the tools, hopefully, that you don't have to work so hard to make work for you in Zwift eventually, and they can yeah. kind of build into tools for the race builders, like a well, neutral start. We've I only been waiting, you know, three years for like a TTT start, so it should be any minute. Zoom. Yeah, Zoom. Zoom. It's so infamous it has its own word. Yeah. Right. The neutralized rollout, though, was cool because – at least in my opinion, kind of eliminated the sign into the pen early, make sure you're there, make sure you get a good position in the pen. Like how many times in ZRL you could sign in three minutes after, you know, the pen opens and you're yeah. still on the back <laughs> and you're yeah. like, well, this is going to suck for well, I, I sit the there 10, my, 15 seconds. I finger on the trigger, just waiting for that little yeah. blue pop up <laughs> on Tuesdays. Yep. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah, and hopefully yeah, eliminated you, 
didn't have to leave the pen at 400 watts or 600 watts or whatever you're right <laughs> six wkg is right yep. no, i thought it was cool that was a good idea yeah we had we had done that for uh kind of our private series all the last two winters um neutral rollouts and it worked mostly it, it started uh uh as an incentive to get guys to ride and race who were definitely going to show up partly hungover and weren't going to get a warm up in. And that way they knew they could. I started them actually at 10 kilometers. It was a neutral rollout in the first series that we did two years ago. So they had, they had ample time to yeah. kind of get warmed Guys, up. The, the rollout is one third of the race. So. <laughs> right. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's like a chill pace bot ride until 10K in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of ramps up you know a little more naturally like a real pro race where people decide they're going to start to go off the front and just that hammer out of the gate right which again serves no purpose other than just making people work <laughs> right. really hard because most time if you're in the pack in the beginning you're going to stay with it or at least put everything you can into it and then it calms down and you get a little recovery yeah. so it's like that was pointless anyway so do you have uh aspirations of doing another clash of the clans yeah that was uh we certainly will um i did a survey with some feedback which is generally positive for it and biggest question will be when to do it because like i said we have we're approaching our nice weather window here. Like any time that it's above 50 degrees and not raining or sleeting, people are going to be outside. So, um, so the other, uh, the other dirt factions though may, may benefit from it, but, uh, I'd kind of said, we're going to hold it off till next fall when it's a little more indoor season. Which, uh, which other factions are you going to bring in, if I if I can ask? Oh, we may just you know the the overwhelming uh, consensus on the survey was to keep it just a dirt series. Oh, really? Kind of within within dirt, yeah. So, I'm not sure I 100% agree with that, but I think it does keep uh, there's something to be said for organizing with races and events to kind of keeping it to known quantities mostly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But to kind of kind of expand the the uh, the rider pool and the competition, especially if you can kind of ensure that the people coming in are going to adhere to the categories, that may be a good addition. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about just keeping it dirt versus opening it up because you know, to me, I don't know. I, I know how I came about joining a team. But I don't know, you know, there's got to be people out there that feel like the team they're on may not be suiting their needs. And the only way to experience kind of a different team atmosphere is to ride with other ones, maybe. Hop around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate and disagree, Todd. Feel free. <laughs> I always love being I, challenged. Clash of the Clans, uh, I mean, I didn't get to write it because it coincided perfectly with, uh, like, right when my church went back to full in person on Sundays, but um, I don't know. I was really excited at the prospect of an all-dirt check-in sort of event and series because, like, I don't know, I'm very plugged into Eat Dirt. I know writers on the other squads and stuff, but I don't know everybody. I don't know probably half the guys in Watts are rascals at this point. Um, and I do not have unlimited time to surf Discord. I, I blow it all on eat dirt, so. Uh, so, I don't know. That's the place to be. I thought it was, I thought it was an awesome idea. As a, And even if it's like just a semi-annual series for all the dirts to get exposed to one another outside of crl and outside of ttt which is i don't know a bit more 
distant. Yeah. And fierce in competition. I liked I liked very much the attitude that people brought to Clash of the Clans. <clears throat> so so there you go. And I have no idea. I feel like it'll just keep getting bigger or dirt keeps getting bigger, right? And yeah. The riders change. I think that's 100 percent true. Who knows what the fall brings? I will say to your point. Uh, I got to ride with, and I'm forgetting his last name, but Brad, you may help help me out with this one. Spencer of your squad. Yeah, Spencer Mendel. Spencer Mendel. Yeah, strong, super strong. There was one race. Yeah. I remember he was off the front doing like I don't know four or five something like that, and had an individual break and basically rode it out to the end of the race. And I remember I commented, I was like, I think Spencer may have taken the wrong IPA. <laughs> just right. you know doing my thing yeah. being uh obstinate yeah i'll use that word <laughs> so, but yeah he's a good sport he did well too yeah that race that was his plan for our team and that was we may have been the only team that actually came in with real tactics <laughs> that's and that that's probably that true day. at least on our side i know yeah so yeah, no, I can, uh, I can, I can hear both sides of that, and kind of depends on what's going to be important going forward. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, and Spencer has since joined our Monday morning blues ride, and just been hanging out and lurking in the in the pack there. So some <laughs> real life connections from a, a race series again. Yeah, he. Uh, He's one of those guys I've only met once in real life, actually, even though he lives in Michigan. But he got connected from a friend of a rider that we, we all ride with, and it's a great, uh, great way to end up knowing people. Oh, yeah. What would you say was the most challenging part of running the series? Um, you know, the thing that I think – I didn't do as well as I'm sure it could have been done. That was challenging was kind of getting the word out to everybody. Yeah. I know there was, there was plenty of, you know, it went out across the discord servers cause I don't do Facebook. Um, and I don't have any, I don't have any like, internet or web building skills at all. So yep. I was reliant on discord. And, uh, so, it was, you know, it was, it was discouraging to, hearing by that fourth week like what is this i haven't heard of this before and i wanted to ride so kind of the, the messaging and the getting the word out was definitely the hardest part and most sure. frustrating because zwift power man once you once you have the tools as an organizer it actually makes it fairly fairly straightforward to yeah. to run some fairly uh you know fairly uncomplicated races at least interesting yeah i was gonna say i I was almost expecting you to say that the tallying the points and getting the results out was may have been the most challenging, but I can see that. No, that was that was actually this is probably the easiest it's been uh, yeah. for any of the any of those private races I'd done. We started out like during the pandemic when we were just doing meetups. Yeah. Like like we I had instructions out to like all the riders to you know, once you cross once you cross a segment, you gotta screenshot the leaderboard <laughs> for this lap and then like dude would have to send it to their team captain who would like send it to me and we'd like have to like crowdsource the results of who got what picture and that's there were some crazy crazy discrepancies yeah. sometimes like wow what word what i'm seeing on zwift is not exactly what everybody else is seeing that's funny so that <laughs> So to, to that point, Drew, that's uh, Swift Power made it immensely easier than we used to do it. Yeah, sure. Huh. That's a that's a whole other realm Good to me. Swift Power. It's like oh, yeah. I guess I was not aware. I mean, I'm sure I probably was at some point. That you have to, as an organizer, like sync things up through Swift Power. So I'm assuming you organize the event on Swift Power and put in like which segments are which and yeah. yeah so the the way it the way it actually uh 
coincided this time, especially for Clash of Clans, was pretty fortuitous that they just made the clubs uh, open. And so once you have a club, you can create an event, and then you can share that event as a link so that only people with the link get it. Uh, so that's how it went out. But then once an event's created, it gets loaded into Zwift Power. It, even as a club event, you can do that uh, with the right tools so that helped a lot. Then you go set all the race settings for first across the line and, yep. you know, 17,000 points for the first place. And you can kind of set it any way you want. Interesting. Very cool. I know because after like ZRL races, we're all pouring over the, the primes there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to do the math in our own head. Yeah. All right, so you got laps one, five, and eight. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's like a and those. So those. It's like a list of a mathematician trying to list out prime numbers. That's what you see after the race. Yeah. One, three, five. And I think early Greg. Greg was it? Was it Greg? And uh, when we had our first ZRL team, you would yeah. have a scratched out post a note with all what yeah. you expected the points to be, and you'd post that. Yes, scratched that was excellent. Note. Sure, it was a pink post-it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you use pink just for the so uh, so the visibility w, or yeah, practical. I've got and the reputation. I've got, got color-coded post-its at work, and pink is the top priority item. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. The brightest on the desk. Happy to know that we're a top priority, right? Oh yeah. TCT very early. Pulled out the pink post-it, jotted down my <laughs> thoughts and notes. That was before we had spreadsheets to break out teams and figure out yeah. everyone's numbers before we were pulling numbers off with power. And Greg's <laughs> beautiful maps. Yeah, the maps. Oh yeah. Old. Beautiful maps. They were works of art. Glorious How highlighter did... maps. <laughs> Highlighters and pencil scrawls. She put together a book. How did you uh, how did you guys come up with the course selection, uh, Brad? Um I had we had kind of we raced most of the courses through our kind of more private uh, dirty mitten races. So but then you kind of look through to see, you know, do you wanna you're on a flatter sprint heavy course where guys are going to score a bunch of sprint points and that makes the tactics work one way. Yep. You can be kind of rolling with fewer points. Um, and then trying to find ones that are, I wanted the series to be a little bit longer than a regular Zwift race. So right. people got a good, you know, good weekend workout in. So looking for something that's going to take 75 ish minutes for <laughs> honestly, for me as like a medium B, I'd be like, that's mine. I don't care what the C and B and A riders. <laughs> end up with if i can get a 75 minute race i'll be good yep that's cool yeah because otherwise you get you know the zrl first race this season was the road to ruins no segments but hell of a challenging race yeah you know so i was just wondering if there was like a process and i know for me it would probably just be like yeah i like this course this looks fun <laughs> yeah some Let's of it was that and so. especially when we did san and sequoia that's like my favorite course so yeah. i was like we're gonna do that, and guys complained about it. At least <laughs> my local guys did. <laughs> I feel like that's a great course for the the split cat stuff, you know. Because yeah, I know for me, as a higher C, we would drop the lower C's, and I was a lower B. I got dropped by the higher B's, you know. And it was cool because we were in the split cat. Well, and that course lends itself yeah. to like different. Yeah challenges as far as like one minute power two minute power you know, yep. depending on what your what segment it is Ten minute power sprints going down the yep yep so you got a sprint a and a combo every yeah. lap so. yeah you didn't want to go crazy with it and put like 13 sprints in a single race brad <laughs> i i didn't i was thinking about that maybe yeah. for next time around, seems like a great we'll idea it had to be a had to be a mix because then the guys that aren't sprinters are like, well, "What am I doing here?" You're holding the pace for the rest of us. Quiet. <laughs> right. Right. 
that's one of my complaints is that doesn't even work in Swift really. Holding the pace. Yeah. Like the idea of your, <laughs> well, the idea of like, I don't know, I'm never going to be an explosive sprinter. I'm no Neil, but. Uh, well, not with that attitude. You're I not. can, I can probably lead. Yeah, correct. That's fine. <laughs> I could probably lead out pretty well. Uh, but I don't know. That's one of the things that's kind of missing or hard to implement within Zwift. Yeah. Let's, so let's, if it's a, a team tactic, let's talk about that for a second. Sprinting in sure. Zwift. And this is this is my opinion. <laughs> so I'll preface this with some ludicrous, uh, you know, advisory thing, but. I think most people, when it comes to sprinting, just try to like get as much resistance as they can and spin against it while not trying to wreck their their bike, right? Is that fairly accurate? Yeah. Panel of five. Sure. Okay. Yes. I mean, right. When, you got you got two, yeah, two camps. Yep. When Jack you realize. And then your build bike up your will kids not break, or right, wind up your cadence real fast. And yeah, and you focus on <laughs> cadence as much as resistance. Your sprint will be better. Yeah, just throwing okay. it out there. Yeah. Like, yep. oh, cadence is important. And, uh, like, yeah. I don't worry about wrecking my stuff. But that, yeah, sure. that's. Didn't have money <laughs> yeah, I was now. gonna say that. That may be a luxury that I can afford, but sixty percent of this podcast is on a, a dedicated uh, trainer bike. That's right. Yes, we're, we're the odd men out, Drew. But I'm not. I'm not worried about breaking my stuff, Dodd. You just worry about breaking yourself. I just, yeah. I mean, I can, and I can win a long sprint. I was going to say, don't yeah, you tell me you don't have a sprint because you whipped me on that <laughs> roof, rooftop railway <laughs> sprint, whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. Handily. That was it. I can, I can, I can, I can pull that off, but the 15 second, like, I don't know, leg explosion. I just don't know if that's ever going to be me and that's all right. Now, what is, what is Zwift better at developing? Sustained power or like sprinting power? Well, I think whatever you want, really. Ooh, whatever yeah. you want it to be. There are enough segments of different length and challenge that you can really target just about anything. And I think they've, that's one of the things I think Swift right. have been very mindful about creating a diversity of uh, challenges. Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Greg. And I, I do know that sprinting just from being around and listening to a lot of smart people. I mean, some of that is, is that 15 yeah. seconds. Some can be based yeah. on your equipment. Sure. Like I know that if I, if I put my power pedals on my bike and I sprint with those pedals, I have a way better sprint than I do yeah. just on my trainer bike alone. So And I, there's a, I, I don't know how widely, how, how many millions of people as dozens. an audience this reaches. <laughs> dozens. I'm not going to give away. Dozens. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> I'm hoping to not give away any trade secrets, but uh, Chris Osberg. Yeah. Then you guys know that name. Wattsburg. Yeah. So he was, Wattsburg. Yeah. He was invited on one of those YouTubes. I think, I think Zwift Insider put it together like the top five sprinters on Zwift in the world. And he's one of them. He's got a stages bike and he says before a sprint, he'll hold his brake, which will like give him just, yeah. I mean, 1800 Watts, like instantaneously. And you're never going to bring that yeah. sprint back. If you're not it's funny. Cause Tim Oberman, who's uh, one of the Obermans. Um, yeah. He was saying in one of our like morning discussions or whatever, talking to Sully about, the stages and he uses that same tactic for his sprint just hit the brakes now i've uh i've ridden with chris in real life and i've seen his strava but i know he can do yeah. the same thing outside on a real bike so for him it's uh right definitely not a fluke 
if I start seeing Sully throw down 2,000 watts, I'm going to know something's up. <laughs> we know the system. The, the interesting thing about team tactics, the funniest one was ZRL last season. Like I mentioned it. Eat their A's, got together, and TTT'd the back half of the first quarter. Oh, yeah. And it worked out really, really well. The problem was that trickled down to the B's and the C's, and every race there was that discussion. Oh, this looks like a great course to TTT. You know, we got, <laughs> we got a couple guys that we could do it, you know. If we're there, if everybody's in that front group, never, never did work out. So uh, to your point, Greg, about team tactics are tough yeah. in Zwift. <laughs> Well, and stuff like TTTing a course together or leading someone out, like when you let out Hannah in the World Champs uh, yep. last two seasons ago. Yep. Like that was yep. that was perfect, but like the sprint pack thing just doesn't yeah doesn't really translate in the same way. No. Nah. Because positioning is so fine. Fine positioning is way harder. Yep. Especially when the, the best tactic for the sprint yes. is the group sprint. You sit in the back of the sprint and surf some rails. Right. You have up a the team front of 12 guys, hammer. and you've got one dedicated yeah. sprinter, fine. Put your firecracker <laughs> yep. at the back, but right. otherwise. It's tough. Yeah. Well, Greg. Oh, sorry. I think with the, uh, with, the mixed, with the mixed categories in the clan, races we we got a little bit of that because i know there were groups of low bees that the c's hung on to and then they yeah. you know with that pack of you know eight or nine guys could lead them out a little bit for the sprint yep. as well as swift would allow yes swift being the limiting factor there right as per usual <laughs> did i say it i said it sorry <laughs> as per usual <laughs> greg is it yeah. time to bless us with yeah. your segment? Return return to the old segment. Yeah. Yeah. We missed uh, it last week. Yeah, I was gonna say Greg was out sick. Yeah, in, intrepid viewers and listeners will recall last week's episode of Only Crickets. <laughs> uh, actually can we get a can we get a banner splash that says COVID crickets? Doc? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Check that. Oh. Yeah. Write, write that down. Yeah. Uh, so this week uh, we'll return. And I'm sorry that we missed it. Um, things have been pretty wild, but we return to world woes. I think I got all the L's in there. Uh, you recall world is like Wordle, except they just give you a picture of a country. And you got, I don't know, six guesses to figure out which country it is. Knowing nothing else about it. Um, and in the past week, uh, like not a not a not a map picture, right? Like a picture of. Oh no! They give scene. you the they give you the, the map picture, but you get like. Okay. No context. You no don't context. know Neighboring nations, regions. So it's just like a picture of the United States of America as you right. would see it on a map. Can, uh, you have to. Can I just interrupt for a second? I, Please. I have not played in that channel for quite some time now. I honestly yes. thought you made that up. <laughs> But it's, oh. it's real. <laughs> no, it's quite, quite real. Okay. Oh, it's real. Conti con it's I'm causing sorry. quite the stir this week. So, so I, I, World Dole is a recent favorite because uh, perhaps more than any other, uh, it attracts a maximum number of eye rolls from Steve uh, <laughs> because you either should have gotten it and how could you not know that country or... <laughs> That's total BS. There's no way that you knew that country. Uh, which and and they love World Old Delights and giving you like a, a island Pacific chain, and you're like, I don't know. There's 500 yeah. countries over there. <laughs> or when you're when you're along the actually any coast of Africa, it's like yeah. I got, I got nothing here. <laughs> right, what was, what was yesterday's, Drew? Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Gabon. Gabon. Okay. Gabon. Yeah, which? From the west coast yeah. of Africa. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's on the west coast of Africa. 
but I don't know the name of that country. So <laughs> yeah. the Arsenal fans per persevered <clears throat> because they could yep. come Arsenal up with the a, names uh, of a countries. former player from Gabon. And I was like, oh. But have they ever, uh, have they ever my, felt my... the rain down there, though? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Have to have. The, I couldn't. The, the number one strategy, Brad, for what it's worth, is to get yourself because it'll it'll tell you how close you are in kilometers from the correct nation with each guess. And give you a, yeah. an arrow to direct you to your next so, destination. Once, oh, once. Right. I mean, my strategy is get to get to the right region, right continent and region. And then just start typing in letters and seeing what countries pop up. And when one looks like it could be in that area, I'm like, yes, yes. There's no chance anybody would ever cheat in that game. If I... What was it last week? It was like Benin? Yeah. Benin? Benin. Something Benin like that. Sure. And Benin. And I was like, no idea what this is, but I know it's on the west coast of Africa. Yeah. So let's just go to the map. <laughs> You're like on it's a game the, show. Let's yeah, go to true the map. Form. Let's go to the map. Steve jumped on. No, like, way. There's no way. No you way. Knew that. And I was like, so you're, guilty. So that's no why Steve has a globe is. next to his bike now. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> or one of those pull down maps that he got from his school, you know, the old school oh, ones. Oh, man, that, that would be awesome. Roll up. <laughs> That was his his green screen is just a pull down yeah. Mercator rejection. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, layer pull down for each continent. Yeah. 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 The best is you get like the usual characters who play the various yeah. games every day. And so like Greg will log on and he'll do Wordle, it's like a blast of Absurdle, all these Dordle, yeah. The film one, Worldle. Yeah. Yep. Greg. <laughs> There's probably like six or seven people who do every Greg, single do you save one them every up day. And just post them all at once, or do you like post them as you no. do them? Or are you just doing them that quickly? I I, I, I either do them uh, over breakfast if I have the time, or I wait for like a lunch break and sit down and grind them out. <laughs> I like to get all my puzzle games out in order if I can. Do you, do you have a specific checklist that you, you use? Priorities. Run us through it. Uh, Wordle first? No. Well, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily have a specific order. Wordle generally comes first, but after that, I usually what happens is I'll post Wordle into the Discord chat and then see which one everybody's squawking about. If it's uh, yeah. the movie guest framed, is that the movie one? Yeah. And hurdle the listening, yep. the song segments. I know, right, Brad? Good grief. Yesterday's hurdle, yeah, hurdle was crazy. Was I mean, almost nobody got yesterday's hurdle. It was an artist by the yep. name of Coffee, a Jamaican sounding yes. young woman. Listen, I. <laughs> nobody got. We did the uh, like, huh. the hurdle, which is where they played like the yeah. first couple seconds of a song. I was like, I had it. My yep. wife was sitting there at breakfast with me, and I played it without a, a, any hesitation. She's like, Dancing Queen, Eva. I looked up from my eggs, and I was like, What? Excuse me? Yeah. She's Didn't like, you call me? That's Dancing Queen, Eva. And sure enough, she was right. And I was like, I did not realize you were such an Abba fan. She's like, You don't know that song? I was like, I know the song. I couldn't have guessed it from the first second. I, <laughs> it's the first segment is one second long. People had very strong reactions to that one, and I was like, "Did you guys not have moms growing up?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I live with one. Yeah. A mom from the nineties. She's told me before, my wife. She's told me before if she could go back in time and be born in any decade, she would want to be a teenager in the eighties. Which. Oof. Drew, have you not gone to see Mama Mia, man? You're a New Yorker. I did. I did see it. I got the I got the Abba one. Okay. I was uh, yeah. I, forget. I don't know. I saw Mama Mia a while ago. Yeah. Guys, I just... oh yeah, I got I got the Abba one. I was happy about that because, like Greg said, that curve caused quite the stir. I think the, the week like, the week money. prior, I did it, and it was Hall of Notes. I don't remember the song. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I got that um, one pretty quickly. And can I just can yep. I just uh, say that when I was younger, I used to think haul and oats was hauling oats. Like you had a truck full of oats. I'm like, why wouldn't you be hauling oats? Oh yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Sure. Same. Makes sense to me. <laughs> so, Greg, I hate to oh, interrupt please. your segment, but I just got dropped hard. Have you been racing, racing this whole time? I knew it. I, could, I, I was going to say I could see <laughs> there were periods. I was like, why is so he was muted, and then there so were periods quiet. where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so he's putting out big effort right now. Yeah. And he didn't what, make what any comment whenever I called him out on his 2,000 watts. Clearly sprint, working so. harder than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> He was, he was busy holding on. <laughs> yeah. Petite KOM. Ooh, that's a big, that's a big one. Ooh. Oh. That's a Where, what, what series yeah. or event? Uh, With the Evo Sprint. Yeah. It's Cast Pops. Yeah. Whatever. Cast I don't speak French. LP would tell you that that's. I got, I got dropped on that hill as a C. You get me in a B. I'm pretty sure I dropped you on that hill. With Hannah, yeah, with yeah, Hannah. I can I can say yes. Yeah. Like, like I, I, was, I, I think I was in third that race, <laughs> was like, and first and second yeah. were at least a minute ahead of me. Yep. So. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was I think like fifth or sixth, and I was two and a half, three minutes behind you and Hannah. So I was like, yeah, this is not going to plan. So what? When when you get dropped from the group, what's your motivation? Because I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm riding Z2. Like, I might as well just quit. Yeah. I didn't. Yep. I talked myself out of this it. Is, but as soon as I wasn't with the group, I was like, what, why, is, why am I riding? This is my complaint. This was my complaint back in November about racing in B1, at least for me. Because I was just strong yeah. enough to hang on for like a lap and a half. <laughs> and then... It's, I'm getting almost no training benefit because for ZRL, you want to, you don't want to chug along at your own. You want to find a group so you can maximize points. So you can't just like switch over to a threshold ride and ride alone. They're going to catch you anyway. So I don't know the answer to that question, silly. For, for me, I mean, for ZRL, that's why, that's why I renounced Uh, A1. Hey, that was a good call. And then he upgraded anyway. I can't believe we haven't brought that up yet. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, he came over to like yeah. dominate D2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all these, all these guys from Michigan that I'm riding with are like, who is this Sully guy? <laughs> like he's pink and he yep. just hangs out. You can't then- <laughs> let Sully finish the race in the pack because your race is off. over. Nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to tell them that one day, Sully, like seriously, my yeah. team, I was like, we have to drop Sully. Or he's going like, to win. No, he's just and a seat. He's not going to hang on that long. Nope. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. <laughs> I'll never forget. Uh-huh. We were racing RGT. I was still a B. So he was recently back to C, maybe. And it was, what well, was it? Leg snapper, Sully? And like, I, I, I made it over. I got lost the big group coming over the leg snapper. And then Sully was with me. And I was like, no. The whole time I was like, I can't. Because I couldn't go fast enough to drop him. He could hang in my draft perfectly unless I did like a sprint and killed myself. And then every like 100 meters we got closer to the finish, I was like, ah. And he's like, it's over, dude. You can't. Because we're on audio. And he's like, it's over. Just give up. I'm like, no. Uh, The intimidation factor is real. Why are you even riding, Greg? You're just gonna it's lose. not intimidation. It's facts. <laughs> yeah, it's just that, what it is. That, the crazy thing is I didn't even win that race on Monday. Yeah. Wait, the one you upgraded? Yeah, the beam got DQ'd, we, we saw so the I won. Winner. But I mean, you had a gold trophy <laughs> when I saw it. Some Well, uh, all of the top four except me got DQ'd. Huh. Yeah, you won. So you won. Well, but uh, but in the race, the guy he was small. He only averaged like 212 watts, but he did three six for 20, and then he did like a 14 watt per k. Yeah, that's tracks. 
and I so <laughs> thought I pulled the brakes and I hit like fourteen fifty for fifteen seconds. Jeez. No, just for peak. You were talking about two thousand, <laughs> yeah. but I did. <laughs> I did thirteen thirty five you know for five seconds. I have brakes on mine too. I'm gonna try it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got a time it just right, Dot. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I haven't figured it. Right. I haven't. Fi- I have. I Friday. haven't figured it out yet. It's going down, Sprinta. It doesn't. Um... <laughs> yeah, the kicker might react differently, but it doesn't. I don't know how they do it for long sprints. Yeah. So like. And I don't. I don't really like sprinting at a super low cadence, and I feel like it's going to be. So hard let me to ask you: When you hit the brakes there. on yours, does it slow the flywheel down, <clears throat> Sully? I don't think so. I don't know. Because I know on the kicker, it will slow the, the flywheel. But it also adds resistance. Huh. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely pop. You know what? Let's try it right now. Figure out how to time it right. Drew, why don't you talk to us about what movie you watched if you watched one? <laughs> and I'm just going to sprint real quick. Yeah, last. Uh, Drew's, Drew's last feeling MCU. a little insecure about his segment. He got some complaints. Hey, screw Dang, the haters. Got, yeah. Cancel. Shake them haters off. <laughs> Yeah, I, re- yes. I replied to Drew. You keep That's it up. Yeah, it's I appreciate so the support. We brought Brad on this keep week to it. encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you knew you had a fan here. By the way, we, we call uh, him B-Rad. Correct. The B-Rad. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, that was... I did not uh, I did not name myself that, by the way. All right. DJ B-Rad. I'm a pretty humble person. Yeah, exactly. What's the original name, the, I think? Okay. <laughs> yes, that's correct. That's from... I made a playlist. I made a playlist every week for when I led ZRL or uh, XLR, and that lasted about four weeks. But all right, I think I have name. some insight on that. Sprint real quick. Have it's uh, you know when you spin up, and then you lose your resistance because your cadence is so high. Yes, it will add yep. it back because I didn't lose resistance that whole time. Ah. so. Were you yeah. able to hold the cadence? Do you, how do I ask this correctly? Were you holding it down as soon as you started to lose that resistance and keep it hold? Or uh, keep it held? That's how, that's how I will try it the next time. But this time okay. I just, I started, when I started to go, I hit it. Yeah. It was basically, I couldn't get my cadence up. Okay. So. All right. I think it's so it's like I think the trick like is trainer resistance. Right. So get your cadence up and then pull it. We'll see. Interesting. I'm gonna try it. Anyway. Sorry, Drew. Go ahead. That's good. The uh actually last weekend I didn't watch a Marvel movie because Herd series started and Sunday I didn't ride. So that was that. Last movie I watched was uh, Ant Man. Oh yeah. Which was actually very interesting. It was a good movie. I uh, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did, but I'm a silly, goofy kind of personality, so it was you? right up my nah, alley. And you're serious. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm always serious. Come on. Now we, uh, I think one of my favorite parts. I think we were talking about it actually last week off camera with Woody was uh, the scene where <laughs> they're in the bedroom at the end. And there's like lasers and there's explosions and the train is on the track. Then it's like a the model train. train yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Thomas the Tank, little toy. But uh, that was always that was a good one. He, uh, when he first puts on the suit and he's in the bathtub, the water comes rushing at him. They cut out and the guy just turns yes. on the knob. Yeah. That's right. All a matter of perspective. What's uh? How's it going? Next up, actually, an interesting one. We have oh. like Civil War. Oh, yeah. Such uh, a good one. Oh. That'll be good. That's kind of why the, I was uh, like, the introduction really to watch that one in pieces. Spider-Man so. for the MCU. Spider-Man, yeah. Oh. Interesting. Oh, Look yeah. For that. Yeah, we, uh, hopefully this weekend, I'll be able to, well, this Friday, actually, when you mentioned Sprinter, in, in real life meetup with, uh, the killer bees. Oh yeah. Monica oh, yeah. and Boston. That'd be fun. Uh, we're riding outside. What's the over under on Ross uh, the back wheel back on? 
I'll just say, what's the over under on how long till he gets dropped? Are we doing that? Yeah. For me, it's the first hill. I may not even make it over the GWB, the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> nah, Brasso will turn a around and get little, you. Nice little ramp going up there. Steve will stay gone. <laughs> uh, so I think the, the trash talk that I've been I've been throwing at Steve. When I rode the same route with Brosterman back in the fall, there's a sprint, but it's like a downhill sprint into like a slight uphill. I just got to beat Steve on the downhill sprint, and then the whole ride is worth it. <laughs> uh, are, are Not we, sure I'll be able to do it, but are we really plan, planning to do a hundred miles? That is in the Kentucky? plan. I'm down. There, on, on an actual hundred miler with that many people, there will be stops. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't imagine desiring to hey, ride my bike after 60. Can you imagine desiring to <laughs> like ride my bike? the last century I did? After 60, because that's the one you would be on. Even, <laughs> even more reason to not want to ride 100 miles on a <laughs> new bike. <laughs> With them. When is that? Uh, when is next week. Dirt Tucky. Yeah. Next weekend. Next week. That's right. Yeah, yep. 21st something. Wow. And I, and I think Brad so was the first eat dirt guy I ever met in real life. Brad was. Oh, oh, oh is there a uh, full circle, see that? I think so. Because Graham, oh, I won't count. He's a he identifies as a yeah, you know, riding dirty. Graham's what about everything? <laughs> Graham, but Graham's like yeah. six degrees of Kevin. Yeah. And you know the, the like one common denominator that everybody says right. is like, yeah, I rode with Graham. We hopped a fence. <laughs> Fences cannot contain yeah. Grand Partain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, he I laughs at fences. I don't think That's we right. hopped any fences with Graham. Yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, same there happened to me. See? I rode with Graham. We hopped a fence. That's your, that's your fence. Two fences. <laughs> he hopped it for you. <laughs> that's right. Nice. The, fir the first one I did with Graham was like a large group ride he was leading. So I think it was, you know, too many... People, too, too many, many people. old, too many old guys to hop fences. <laughs> too, too many valuable hips in that ride. Yeah, Sol, Sol and I met the. Sol, met me in a uh, hotel bar. Nice. Hotel, hotel bar in downtown uh, Tampa. Uh, I was gonna. In Florida. I was hoping you were gonna say yeah. like Nashville or something. It's like a country song. We met at a hotel <laughs> bar. I mean, I'm just saying when Graham and the Riding Dirty guys came to town, they took me to, they had a suite at the Lightning Game. So they set the bar pretty high. <laughs> of course they did. Hey, I got, a, I got a, a pooper in my camper. How's that? For a, for a, well, yeah. Sure we call that. it the suite. I'm just, I'm just hoping I can get to Kentucky now that that uh, Dan's injured and not going. So. Who's in? Oh, Dan. I got a where are you we'll coming you there. from? Yeah. Oh, Louisville. You guys aren't saying yeah, it properly. Yeah, guys will go through there. Wool, You got to get it really in the back of your throat, like Louisville. 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 Yeah. The Cincinnati <laughs> guys will go through Louisville. Sorry. At least I don't call it Louisville. I grew, I grew up yeah. calling it Louisville, but I had a Brad. Buddy we just had a head-on. That was from still, I don't know if saw that. Brad and I just collided. And yeah, I know that was that was. I did see <laughs> that. Like, chicken riding straight at me. Concussions <laughs> for <Nice>. everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I saw Brad just going full force at me. I got scared. <laughs> don't be on the track. Some trains coming through, Dad. <laughs> what, right. what movie it's is right. that from? It's like 200 watts. Uh, well, so watch out. lots of movies, but um, Major League. Major League 2? Yes, Major League. Okay, <laughs> That's the one that I remember it from. Major League yeah. is the one I'm thinking about. I still remember. Yeah. Sully is like the king of the derailing my brain comments. I remember it was one of the early, one of the early podcast episodes. He said, it was a gift, Todd. I couldn't think straight for like five minutes. All I saw was that, that painting. 
yeah. I'll, I'll make that my weekly goal, Don. I'll try oh, to do yeah. it early in the episode, Thank you. too, like yeah. when you're in an inter- interview like, mode. Oh, Don's mid-question. <laughs> that would be excellent. Yeah. Just throw out some one-liner and watch me just break internally. Drive. Well, Brad, thank you for joining us, man. I appreciate it. It's always good to have yeah. people with some history and yeah, man. Thank you. new thoughts, yeah, thank new you challenges. Guys. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. I appreciate you Absolutely. guys inviting me and uh, till next yeah, week. Bye. Now see you. See you tomorrow for TTC. Yes, you guys will. <laughs> Greg and I will yeah. be getting killed on Ocho. Uh, yes. Next week. For those listening. <laughs> he is. Yes, so nice. so I didn't, I didn't even, I'm going to be honest, Greg. I didn't even realize you were writing. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have put you on the show if I knew. So I next got, week. I, got, I called dibs on uh, sitting in the whole time. Keep going, Don. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll protect you, <laughs> our sprinter. I, uh, yeah. So next week. Yeah, I put Dot on there it's on okay. purpose, but not you. Um, I did. I want it. You asked for it. So next week, we may be a little late pushing out the episode. Because my plan is to do an in real life episode next weekend with myself, Greg, Sully, yeah. a bunch of the guys that are going, and Drew will have to just phone it in. So, but so yeah. if it's if it's late next week, in, apologize ahead of time. But hopefully, it'll be worth it. If not, it's going to be a tor- horrible disaster, and it's you'll hit us for it. Till next week. See you guys. Actually, see ya. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Suck it, Miller. <laughs> <laughs>